This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to the Frankcast. This is the show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And today we are right in the middle of season six. We're talking episodes 12, 13, and 14. It's going to be super fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen's here. Hi, everyone. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're almost to the uh, the final stretch of uh of these recaps can you believe it i know oh my goodness <laughs> yeah <That's> weird <laughs> we finished off the second dvd of season six so we only have one dvd left in our in our dvd set that we got for the to do this show <laughs> one left it's crazy uh, that is crazy yeah it really is uh and so our first episode for this uh, episode is uh the it's episode 12 the fran in the mirror and this is after fran lends a college buddy maxwell's one million dollars she hears that he is broke and has been swindling others so overall what did you think of this episode larry i thought the episode was all right um the the friend in the mirror herself was a little bit f- weird, but uh, I thought the episode was all right. Uh-huh. What do you think, Colleen? I like this one. Um, the mirror part was probably yeah not my favorite thing of it, but I like that actor who comes in and plays the swindler because he's good at that uh-huh. kind of role. I feel <laughs> I know I've seen him in something else that he did that, and so it was enjoyable. Do you think it would have been better or worse if? the investment had hadn't ended up working out in the end and uh do you think that's just too dark for fran to lose a million dollars too much yeah i feel like that's a little a bridge too far i feel for this show yeah 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 i mean i i i find it hard to believe that fran would write that check i mean a million dollars right (laughs) i don't know i i mean i certainly could never do that without like serious conversation i i just feel like would fran really write um like if it had been like ten thousand dollars or you know what i mean something like that maybe mm-hmm. but even that i feel like fran is the one who's shopping at lowman's like i don't feel like she would do that yeah yeah that i mean i don't know yeah for somebody who came from no money you know yeah. and like you said it's never about retail or anything that's that's a lot yeah that's mm-hmm. a lot of money for anybody i don't care who you are that's still a lot of money unless you're yeah. unless you're um bezos or bill gates that's about it <laughs> you know yeah so i don't know that part of it i that was probably my least favorite part because i i had fun with the Fran talking to herself, especially when when you're gonna look like in what was it? How many years? Mm -hmm. I forget. (laughs) That was kind of funny, and uh, the all we also had the whole thing with Fran trying to impress this uh, matron of the school uh, that Grace wants to get into, Mm -hmm. and it turns out that Gracie's uh, got 4.0 GPA. Yeah, we didn't know that. And uh, she's uh, applying for this gifted school. And I there, I thought it was a pretty funny joke when uh, Sylvia says, well, I, you know, I could meet them before, before going to the beauty salon. <laughs> and she says, well, no, that's a bad idea. First, they would meet you. And second, before you went to the beauty salon. Yeah, I thought that was funny. That was a good joke. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I and then I liked 
I think it was Grace who said, well, I can always join a gang. <laughs> that, was <a> good, <laughs> that was good. And uh, yeah, what do we think of Maxwell's friend, this Rodney guy? I mean, I, I, I thought it felt like a believable friend, but I didn't really like that they had Maxwell get drunk like that and right. kind of just, a jerk well that was just uncharacteristic it'd be i know he's not a I'm big saying. drinker i mean i know he drinks but not like i don't feel like it's ever been part of the story till now yeah i didn't really i i didn't really like that but uh but yeah then him disrupting uh france party when it's usually sort of she's the disruptor mm-hmm. but in this case it was him yeah so, but I like that uh, actor. Like I said, Maxwell Caulfield. He was in Grease too, which I know is a hated movie, but I love uh-huh. it as it's like a cult classic to me, and I think it's hysterical. And uh-huh. he was he played the John Travolta type. Well, actually, no, he didn't. He played the. Have you seen Grease too? <laughs> yes, but not in some time. <laughs> he played the the British nerdy foreign exchange or visiting student or whatever i think but he was kind of the lead to michelle pfeiffer which was kind of interesting it's interesting because they just played yeah. greece to part of the tcm uh film festival just last week they did so, i didn't yeah, realize they just i should have watched it. i didn't even <laughs> yeah. know because i like it i know it's nothing yeah. like the original but i get uh, a kick out of it it's yeah it's funny in its own way so my friend Stanford, yeah, saw it for the first time, and he was like, "What is this?" <laughs> See, yeah, I hate. It's like a hateable movie, but it's funny. Like, you know what right. I mean? It's so bad, it's good, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm surprised you I'm, don't just love it, Rachel. I've never seen it. Uh, oh, oh, you yeah, need to see I've it. I would it. like your opinion because really? okay. sometimes <laughs> you can forgive the silliness. That's one where I can because it oh, is yeah. really out there, and it, it's I not mean, great acting. Really, by I anybody. am very forgiving when it comes to musicals, as we know. <laughs> 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 it's pretty tough to make a musical that i i don't know that i don't have some fun with at least i just love yeah. musicals so uh we also find out that niles has inherited a royal title in this episode what do you think of him like in leather and being all fancy <laughs> that was funny i thought it was funny <laughs> yeah he's i like the- him telling brighton like you better go get the door that's probably gonna be your job now <laughs> <laughs> right and him wearing he's he's in leather and then he's has that velvet suit that was that was actually my favorite i kind of kick out of that burgundy suit <laughs> it's like all of a sudden he's turning into elton john before we know it <laughs> yeah uh i also thought it was funny most of the stuff with fran and the school school major i thought was pretty funny and when she her big thing is to say that she's related to larry fine uh, that, that's like her <laughs> i mean as if a school person like that would care, care. about larry fine this three stooges <laughs> and we aren't related but we so we, we so easily could be <laughs> yeah i was like oh my gosh that was funny <laughs> uh yeah, and so Jocelyn is in town. Basically, she's only there just to just to spill the news about Rodney that he's broke. And so Fran's written the check, and uh, so she's freaking out. And we have Val still working at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she was pregnant here. That that's why was I Krispy mean, Kreme new at this time. Um, I don't think it was new, but maybe it was expanding. I don't know what it, I mean, it was. I was like, was. wow, heavy product placement for right. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I did think it was funny with up. her little buns, her like little Princess Leia buns. That was funny. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah, I like when she says that I'm not supposed to have non-donut related conversations. <laughs> but what, and it was also such a weird looking little... I don't know, like, the little outfit and the colors. Like, I know their colors are still, like, green and white. But, Uh I don't know, it just looks so funny. I was like, wow. It was uh, definitely a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if they were in New York. Maybe they were, obviously. But I feel like it was, that was a southern, more of like a southern chain. But maybe by by, uh, 
1999. They were in New York, I guess. They were, maybe, I don't know. maybe that was it. They were expanding. Uh-huh. I don't know. I yeah. know they became a thing. Like, I didn't really know about them till maybe it was around this time. I don't know. Maybe I didn't realize they were a southern chain, though, either. Yeah. I know everyone has <laughs> yeah, their chains. Maybe. Like, Duncan is everywhere now. But mm-hmm. have you guys ever Used been to, to be. a Tim Hortons? Which is like, I've heard of them. Canadian, but there's some in the States too. Yeah. I've never been, but I, I was not impressed with Dunkin' Donuts donuts when they, they have one, they pretty close to me and I thought they were dry and not very good. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't like them. I like their coffee drinks too. I was going to say, I feel, I feel like people rave with Dunkin' more about their drinks and their coffee than they do about the actual donuts from my experience. Um, I haven't, I've tried, what did I try there when they opened one here? Because they did finally open one, you know, it's been a little while now, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, because they expanded from like east coast mainly i feel like was where duncan was most popular and mm-hmm. now they're everywhere again but uh, i think denver at least in the airport used to have one and then they just like closed down mm-hmm. and then it reopened but yeah fun times i remember when the first it must have been sometime around there because the first crispy cream opened kind of by my high school here in Denver. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was such a, you know, it was one of those situations where the lines were just crazy forever. People were just like going crazy for to get this new Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, and I think that was, yeah, sometime in the 2000s. So... And I think that's reasonable to think maybe they were they were doing this product placement as they expanded out to more places. Yeah. But I, I guess now I think about it, I there was a thing when I was in college, which would have been I I graduated in two thousand two, so yeah, mm-hmm. would have been right around then. Chris, <laughs> I mean, Krispy Kreme started in nineteen thirty seven. Oh my oh. gosh! In the, in the South, in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Huh. I I prefer like yeasty kind of fluffy donuts as opposed to the Krispy Kreme kind of style. You know, I like I really they have these ones Banbury Cross here where they they these cr- they're famous for these crumb donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're big and fluffy, and they have this crumb <laughs> coating. It's so good. <laughs> Cake that's, donuts are my jam. Oh, really? So that's the exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sprinkled, uh, yeah. ice sprinkled cake donut, and I'm good to go. I like oh, glazed yeah. is my absolute favorite. Just a regular Do glazed you, donut. But I love, uh, like, custard filled cream. as well. Oh. I don't like Yeah, I mean, the Krispy like Kreme, if you get them really, like, when they're hot, right out, they are uh, they, they are very good. Yeah. They're pretty good. But my ideal is a really fluffy. <laughs> I like the fluffy donut. There's this place out here. I can't remember the name of it. It is so. It's like the gourmet donut. It's like some of them are like five or six dollars. Which mm-hmm. I tried one. I'm like, I'm gonna give it a shot. And I wasn't that impressed. I'd rather spend a yeah. dollar, <laughs> you know, and get or a dollar mm-hmm. fifty and get yeah. a cheaper donut. I feel like for me, it's better personally. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little insane with the toppings too. You're just like, calm down. Well, the cereal stuff is not my favorite trend. Cause it's always kind of stale, yeah. you know, like the little sales cereal on the top. I'm like, eh, there's actually a place in better. Cleveland that my nephew told me about. Actually, I've had one of their donuts. They're called brew nuts there, but donuts have beer in them. Oh, they're not alcoholic donuts. They just are, you know, something to do with the yeast. They're very good. Yeah. Those were a little pricier, but not I mean, six dollars either. Yeah, those are. Good, I've heard though. of places like the Voodoo Donuts in um, yeah, Portland. I've heard we about that. I've here. heard of Voodoo. Oh, they do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, as soon as we legalized marijuana, naturally, <laughs> Voodoo Donuts was ready to move to Colorado. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, Val is especially dumb in this episode and when she's like you can't convert uh once it gets converted into hot dogs there's no oh yeah oh, the, Frank. Frank. the money <laughs> it's like the donuts are going to her head or something you know it's funny oh she said yeah loosen your cinnamon buns a little vow yeah. i just thought of something this is totally silly but the eu the euro hadn't come into when did the euro start because i feel like all the eu e, well was is switzerland an eu country i think so mm-hmm. you know everything is euro now 
that's true that's true <laughs> Didn't have well to- yeah and so she asked for the check back fran and uh, he says uh you you don't understand underdogs and she says i was an underdog before underdog had his own series <laughs> oh my gosh uh yeah that's when she talks to herself in the mirror and they uh she says you know you're pretty high and mighty out there aren't you uh in, in the mirror and um and she ends up not getting the check back and then uh, mr sheffield returns back and I, that was pretty funny when he's like, do you understand it's 400 K of haagen And she's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like that's when it's really sunk in. That was funny. That's probably not uh, even true. Cause you know, how much is a haagen Like three, three or $4, probably like closer to $4, right? Yeah. Or $5, depending on where you go. These days you get 200,000 of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Inflation. <laughs> and then herself in the mirror says when are you going to be yourself with that private school lady Uh, and uh, then turns out that the the investment actually paid off Rodney makes them $500,000 so it all works out and uh, they find out Gracie didn't get the spot because they're giving the spot to underprivileged kids uh, and I, I did like the the lady, the school matron lady, was just like, I know you're classless, classless dear. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have too many kids from underprivileged backgrounds. Yeah, that was I thought funny. Mm-hmm. And are you saying this is Maxwell's fault? <laughs> I I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we also then we find out that Niles's inheritance means nothing, uh, and so he's working for Krispy Kreme. To pay off his credit card debt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and there was a pretty, there were some good jabs between Niles and Cece, and I, but I liked uh, being called Sir is new to me. You're used to it. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, and then the fashion in this episode, you have a black turtleneck and the NYC Skyline skirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this Moschino, and I liked. I thought that was cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cute. I like that little skirt. Yeah, and then she has a black suit with a red shirt and a red pocket square, and then she has a black suit skirt with red and white collar, gold buttons, and a white fluffy coat, which we've seen a bunch of times. That coat mm-hmm. from Diesel. Uh, and I, I didn't, I, I think I would have liked that suit better if it had been just black and red instead of black and red and white. Yeah. But yeah, you're yeah, right. It would have been better. But then she has a orange long sleeve shirt speckled with black pants and a red print coat and then a pink suit with yellow trim and a beret as we've seen the season brazer in yes uh what did you think of this suit the pink suit uh, i didn't like this, the trim color that trim was weird yeah. i was like eh. yeah that i didn't care for was it too yeah. matchy matchy for you rachel it was a little too much especially when she puts on the coat uh and then it's like pink coat pink suit pink but it, i guess at least it had the yellow and the pink beret but I would have mixed it up a little bit more. But it's Christian Dior is the suit. Hmm. And the coat is Escada. Oh. And hmm. I, I mean, I, I do like uh, a you know pink look. And I think she looks so good in bright colors. Uh, so I I didn't hate it. But yeah, the, hated the trim was a little fringe. weird. And that yellow fringe was so weird. And the beret was too big. But that's just me Mm. yeah then last she has a gray shirt with black leopard spots and a black pants uh so what would you give this episode colleen um i'm gonna go with 7.5 what about you uh larry 
I'm going to go with a seven. Uh, yeah, I think seven's fair. I will, I will agree there. All right. The next we have the yummy mummy. <laughs> and in this episode, we have the Fran finds out that she and Maxwell are having twins and she is disturbed when Brighton doesn't want her to go with him on his tour of colleges. And I, I thought this was kind of a sweet episode. I like the uh, kind of relationship between Brighton and Fran and, and its growth in this episode. And I don't know, this was a pretty, pretty fun one. I thought, what do you think Larry overall? Yeah, I liked this one overall as well. Um, there was some fun stuff, or at least some fun lines from Niles, mm-hmm. too, in this one. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I like this one. And I like Lynn Redgrave. She's funny. I, yeah. I'm i not that familiar with her, but I thought she was she was pretty funny in her scenes in yeah, this one. she was cute. She was, she was just, um, I've seen her in stuff, but I don't think it was ever comedic that I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, it starts out with uh, <laughs> I liked uh, Maxwell saying, "Hello, fetus. When you're ready, come out and meet us." Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good, I guess, dad joke to get us moving. But I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah. How does yeah. he feel about her telling Fran not too much? We don't want the baby to hang themselves yeah. with the umbilical cord. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to ask you guys what you thought of that. Did you think that was, was funny like, or were a little... you scandalized, Rachel? <laughs> it was a little mean. I mean, I would be very upset if my doctor said something <laughs> like that. But I get the joke, of course. Because yeah. Fran's voice. But <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a little I... much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a little bit funny, but yeah. we all know I'm on the I'm on the darker side. Humor, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, so, I agree. If your doctor actually said something like that to you, um, yeah, you'd be a little bit like, uh, "Excuse me, ma'am." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. I I can see. Yeah, it was it was definitely over the top, but. Uh, but that would would that be the first time, Rachel, that somebody's told you your voice uh, makes people want to kill themselves? <laughs> I mean, I've certainly never experienced that, especially yeah. in a doctor. I mean, in in <laughs> general, friend. has anyone Poor ever friend. told you you have an annoying voice, Rachel? Oh yeah, it'd <laughs> so be a real shock to you to hear something like that. I'm sure. Yeah. Well the comment recently we got a review on hallmarkies i don't know if you're referring to that oh no they said that my so they were talking about my accent that it was like nails on chalkboard what accent yeah i was like i didn't even know i had an accent until this comment <laughs> oh no i didn't i wasn't even thinking <laughs> oh, of that i was here <laughs> I was just saying for you, it would be really shocking because, you know, you don't have Fran's voice. So um, I've never, never thought to complain about your voice, yeah, Rachel. That's so funny how people tell you you have an accent and you don't. Like my friends from L.A. here who grew up in California think I have a Midwest accent. And I'm like, I like do. Everybody <laughs> has an accent. Right. You know, like we all have our voices. and uh, But I... I never thought I had something pronounced. No. Yeah. No. And <laughs> no. She, uh, it was a pretty brutal uh, review that we got the other day. That <laughs> it was like, she's. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they should yeah, leave but, a voicemail and you can hear what they sound like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for Hallmarkies. That she says that my atrocious grammar and god awful accent, she can't stand it can't listen to it another minute Good. it's like nails on a chalkboard we don't need your <laughs> listening then <laughs> wow. well i guess drop it below uh hit us up uh, what accent do you hear when rachel speaks <laughs> yeah i know we're curious i knew i know no idea <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. e- either of you i can't really i mean you, I mean, Rachel, you so could be is, from Ohio. You could be from Seattle. You could be well, from that's what I, Florida. I figure be, because I have lived so many different places. I, my voice is kind of a mixture sometimes. Like you'll hear 
some East Coast every once in a while, but then you also uh, hear Utah. You'll hear, I don't know, a, a bunch of different things coming out of me, I feel like. Well, that's definitely where, like, the a little bit of, I guess, egocentricism comes, is, like, being from Colorado, I feel like this part of the country, this general West uh-huh. part of the country, they just don't, they're, you know, they're pretty bland. They don't have any sort distinct of voice, specific right? yeah. dialect or distinct yeah, accent or voice like other parts of the country. I feel like most states around here just all have the same generic American accent. So right. it's very strange. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> Well, if you start podcasts, you have to be, you have to have pretty thick skin. The Yes. (laughs) You take the highs and the lows. So anyway, if you, if you are listening and would like to leave a positive review of Frankcast or Homer's podcast, (laughs) please do. We would really appreciate it. (laughs) Because you get the negatives and it's nice to have the positives too. Please (laughs) do. Uh, But, uh, but anyway, we have CC starting to date this rude guy, and Niles is very depressed about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I do love that his like jealousy kicks in when that guy like insults her. Like he's like, oh wow, that could be me, <laughs> right? It was that was when I actually he, enjoyed that. <laughs> I mean. At one point, you're like, wow, Cece, you're just a masochist, apparently. You just live for the insult. (laughs) You live for being hurt and not being ignored and being insulted. (laughs) Yeah, she's a fan of, I guess, some people are just What did he say to her? I mean, he said, I'm crazy to her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just one thing, like, I don't know, with your friend, you know, your frenemy, like Niles, going back and forth. But this is like a man you're going on, like, a first date with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just, like, flat out insult you. Oh, something about no need to powder your face. Those craters are so deep (laughs) or something. Uh, Yeah, yeah. like, oh. Uh, I mean, I did love Niles, like... Being like once the once your clothes fall off, the jokes just write themselves. Um, <laughs> when she's like looking in the mirror, getting gritty, mirror, mirror on the wall. Why must I look like Charles Duvall? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I read that written down somewhere. But uh, then, uh, so then we have Brighton taking friend to look for schools and if they're talking it's this is supposedly at harvard uh brighton gets in a fight and frank can't figure it out but evidently they were saying uh the he gives the pg-13 version later on in the episode of what they were saying about fran and uh so he's defending his mom and i i think it's sweet that they just all kind of immediately transitioned to referring to to fran as their mom and uh and uh i don't know you just see the 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 relationship between the the kids and fran is very sweet mm-hmm. the and, one thing uh, that bothered me though you know how we were fran really the ditziness really came out when she said to that dean you're the fourth man named dean that i met today oh yeah it's <laughs> like oh no that's true <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like dean do you mind if i call you by your first name later and you're like oh okay girl. Um. yeah and so brighton tells fran that she doesn't want he doesn't want her to come to schools with him anymore and his his fran's face uh you know i like it when she plays little girl kind of mm-hmm. it's funny to me but her her sad face when he says that <laughs> you're not gonna cry any- no i'm not gonna cry well she's like i don't know where else to go with this face <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. and i did think it was very funny when sylvia gets the grape down her shirt <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> uh that was a really funny bit and uh fran and lynn redgrave eating cheese whiz that was pretty funny yeah that was (laughs) good cheese thief (laughs) are you a cheese whiz girl uh either one of you 
Um, yeah, I mean, I would never. I don't think I've ever purchased it, but I, uh, I, I do love cheese in general. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually purchased cheese whiz. Oh. I don't think I have. I know my mother used two years ago, but I don't like the can. You you know how they sell now the jar of like cheese for nachos? Like yeah. that's slightly different, I think. That that I, right. I would buy occasionally, but that's it. <clears throat> yeah, that like pourable cheese. You know, I don't think it has really any hardly any dairy. No, it's processed, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Cheese food, yeah. I think they call it. Yeah. <laughs> Lynn Redgrave, the cheese thief. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you have Niles saying he has a crush on Lynn Redgrave. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also like Fran was like, why was I smarting it up with Lynn, that Lynn Redgrave? <laughs> cheese thief. She's <laughs> <She's> <laughs> funny. Uh, and uh, she says, Francis, I'm smart enough to know I've just been insulted and sexy enough to not care. With her and Cece. And then we find out Fran is having twins, a boy and a girl. So very exciting. And uh, we find out her fantasy of what she would want to do uh, is to have the Partridge family. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And at the end of the episode, they have a uh, tribute uh, to Mike Keeler and makes his a memory of. And uh, Mike Keeler was a camera operator on the show, I guess, that passed away. So that was that was interesting. That was nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, I liked the uh, I, I liked that. When Niles says, Cece says, I'm being taken out. And says, if that's the case, I'll open the drapes and give you, give the gunman a clear, cleaner shot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, also, Fran, she says, I did the whole wondering and suspense thing when I was waiting for you to propose. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I'm not finding out for your girl. Would you, would you want to know? Would you guys want to know? If you were having, yeah, would you no. want to know? Yeah, you wouldn't want to know, Colleen. No, I do. I would. I mean, yeah. Do you? No, I, I, I wouldn't if I were. You wouldn't want to know. I don't think no. You want it to be a surprise. Yeah, I would definitely want to know. Uh -huh. Just because <laughs> I, I don't like. I would just want to be able to plan. And, right. And I want to buy the right decor and get the right clothing. And... Yeah, exactly. Although you can, yeah. yellow is always. Like, I like yellow, so like going neutral is fine, but. Eh, it's more fun to know i, I mean feel. i like yellow or green i guess that's like a gender neutral color uh -huh. but i don't know i just want to know i just i don't like waiting no more um, gender it, reveal it, parties please no i don't oh, like yeah. those like, that's what i say for that it's okay to know but no more <laughs> no more crazy nonsense agreed yeah. <laughs> like buy a cake i mean oh that's gosh. fine but these people that are like i don't know bringing oh airplanes and starting yeah. fires it's ridiculous yeah, that's like nuts. no <laughs> No more foolishness, please. Yeah. Like, buy a cake, you lunatic. <laughs> um, but, uh, Colleen, what would you give this episode? Um, I'm going to go with the same as last one, 7.5. I really I thought this was... What do you think, Larry? <laughs> right. I thought this one was better. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go with the seven point five as well. So I'm I'm going up from last episode, but I'm yeah. with Colleen on this one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it an eight. I thought this one was pretty funny. I liked it, and so all right. And in this, oh, we forgot to do the fashion. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so the fashion on this on the episode. It starts out with a white shirt uh, that looked like it had like a Rorschach test on it on the vest. Um, the uh, the you know the black splotches and a black cheetah headband, black skirt, black nylons, and then she has a striped dress and jacket that she wears to the visit. And then a blue kind of alligator print dress. 
uh, with a black turtleneck and black headband, and that was cache. Okay. And then, what did you think of the pink skirt suit with that? Like, it was like an Aztec kind of print? No. You hated it? <laughs> was that the one that had, like, the brown, like, the beigey panel at the bottom? Was that the one, or was that, oh, this have was that the last episode? I can't remember. I think it was the, uh, yeah, but this one, it was just, it was kind of a, I couldn't think of any way to describe it, but like an Aztec kind of inspired print. Oh, okay. a pink. I don't know. I couldn't decide whether I hated it or I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> like in between, I guess. It yeah, was different. It was like a pastel pink. Like it wasn't a bright pink. It, and then it had, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. What did I even put on? I put like a ceramic y looking, like something you would see on ceramics. <laughs> Yeah. The design. Yeah, because I didn't yeah, know how really to describe it either. The one I'm thinking of, I think, is later in the episode. Okay. The pe- oh, I wrote okay. Peach Jack. Peach. I don't yeah, know. Like yeah. a jacket and skirt with weird Asian looking designs. So we all yeah. had a oh, really? interpretation. Asian to you? We all had a different yeah. interpretation of it. Yeah. I just saw it and was like, this looks like something I would see in like a ceramic shop, like on. <laughs> It like it felt there. it felt like something you'd get in like New Mexico or something to me. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I, um, yeah. again, I think I'm. This is where I'm with Rachel. It would have been maybe okay if just the skirt, um, yeah. and the jacket was just peach or something. Yeah, um, but. Because it was just a lot when you looked at it. It was just like, whoa, this is a lot for this little outfit. But, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing. It wasn't the worst pattern, certainly. Not even in the season or the last few episodes. But I didn't love it either. Yeah. Uh, Then she has a flower print skirt suit with a black headband and black nylons. And this was Kenzo, was the name of the designer. And then she has the Partridge Family outfit to finish it off. So. The floral skirt one was the one where, like, it kind of turned into, like, a beigey panel at the bottom. Even though there was still a floral design, it was more beige. Oh, yeah, That yeah, yeah. part, I thought, was, like, w- the way the color switched, I didn't like. I see what you're yeah, saying. That was, yeah, I was I one ahead. That. I was one ahead there. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of headbands and berets. That was the thing, I guess, in 1999. <laughs> yes. I, watching all the headbands, it gives me a headache. Because the... <laughs> Uh, I don't like wearing headbands. Oh, you know, I've been wearing those elastic wake workout ones because my oh, yeah. I've let I'm letting my hair grow and my hair's been oh. short for a long time and now I'm uh-huh. letting it grow. And it's still really short. It's nothing like yours, Rachel. I mean, it's still right. very short. I'm just getting to ponytail level and it's still really a tiny ponytail. Oh. But it's so yeah. much hair, like I need to go get a, cr- a trim because it's my hair grows thick and heavy mm-hmm. so it's like weighing me down so even when i put yeah. a headband down, it flips forward <laughs> well it's just they they put pressure headbands they they put pressure on your on your head and mm-hmm. it gives you a headache uh depends so. on the kind the elastic ones i wear are pretty yeah not so bad but so i, I no, know the kind mean. that fran's wearing yeah though. i can't wear those yeah. i don't wear those <sighs> it gives you a headache Uh, All right, now we're moving on to California, here we come. (laughs) And in this episode, Maxwell is asked to turn one of his plays into a sitcom, and the Sheffields might be moving to California, and her mother may be having an affair. So this episode, I like all of the California stuff. I do not like the, the affair stuff. I just, I don't know, I just don't like it or her character. I just don't think it's funny. And uh, I don't know. I just wish they hadn't done the affair thing. I didn't like that storyline. Uh, the second pseudo affair she's had. Yeah. This is like the second, be... the meat guy, the butcher. Yeah. It wasn't an actual affair. She's just like heavily flirting. So I don't know. But that was also a similar story in which Fran is like right. running around and figures out her mom is quote unquote having an affair. Right. So I don't know. It's weird that they did this again, but mm-hmm. took it further. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's a several episode arc, if I believe it's at least in the next episode or. I don't think it's just this episode. I could be wrong. I can't remember, but but I don't know. I didn't really like that for her character. We're because back to the chatterbox. Mm-hmm. There's there's always been sort of limits on Sylvia's character. You know that you, you kind of have to know 
it's kind of like on the Simpsons, they have uh, uh, the uh, like just limits for they'll have Reverend Lovejoy do like certain things, but then they have like limits to his character. I, mean, I just feel like that that you want to have that in your characters, like limits to kind of how you know that they'll she'll talk about Morty, you know, but you have limits to what they're going to do and i didn't i just didn't love the love the storyline and it just wasn't funny and so if it's not funny why are we doing it i thought the one gag was funny but you could have had them arguing about anything of them running around the house like back and forth oh yeah that was funny but you could have had them argue about anything the topic itself wasn't important in them it was just the gag of them running around arguing i just feel like I feel like Fran, her reaction was the right one. Like, I'd be shocked if had my parents, you know, not not even if there was an affair, there was anything going on outside of the norm. Like, I would have been blown yeah. away by that. Like, Well, and also, it didn't really make sense that Sylvia was being cold to the idea of Fran moving because she was having an affair. Like, Right. That really it has no impact on her relationship with her daughter. Yeah. I mean, I could see her not wanting to move to California with her, but right. not having, uh, yeah, just being like, <laughs> didn't care at all <laughs> that Fran was leaving. Yeah. That was kind of weird. And you still have more of Cece being planning romantic weekends with Maxwell, which is just insane. Yes. It's too much. <laughs> I mean, she's literally pregnant with twins. Uh, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, Fran tells Sylvia and her responses. What would happen if I wore a push, push up bra with this? And, and, uh, and Francis, I think you'd suffocate. <laughs> uh, so they go to California and they meet Ellie May Clampett from uh, Donna Douglas from uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a random thing. My dad knows the entire theme song to the Beverly Hillbillies. And he will <laughs> sing it and be like, it was oil, you know, or whatever. <laughs> black gold, Liquid, Texas black gold. tea. That's right. Oh my my dad will sing the I whole know, thing. I know some of it, but I will not embarrass myself in front of you. I don't. I don't know all of it, but I know some. <laughs> yeah, and so I have a. Fa- I, I've never actually. I don't think I've watched an ever watched an episode of the show. I don't but like it at all. It's not my speed I have at all. A, I guess I have a fondness for it just because of remembering my dad him doing the theme song and and i don't make us laugh but uh but yeah i've never i don't think i've ever seen an episode of the show but donna douglas is there ellie may clamp it <laughs> uh it's kind of funny that niles doesn't want to move to california until he sees the fancy intercom <laughs> yes um did you agree with his assessments on california colleen i don't well i don't really know De- i'm not the right <laughs> desert with lots of dusting and just hot yes and no not where i live i mean it's hot (laughs) i mean well actually quick story last night i go out to get something to eat and i am at the drive-thru and i spoke to the person at the thing and i said it's really windy out and i'm like it looks like it's gonna storm and she's like oh no that's the fire so i forgot there was a wildfire going on in topanga which is like maybe 15 miles from here oh yeah but the way the winds were coming there was and then she says yeah there's ash and i realized there's ash coming up to the car like a tiny bit of ash so that part of california is not so fun the earthquake risk is not so fun and it's not all desert but a lot of it is but not where i live exactly if you mm-hmm. go to like palm springs obviously that's about two and a half hours away then for sure that's all you get but not la itself it's not desert <laughs> <laughs> it's hot though it is hot i live yeah. in the valley it's san fernando valley is very hot hotter than well, the, the ocean you know I was like, well, yeah. for sure, for like Rachel and I, it'll be hot. But um, 
Yes. I yeah. Mean, except, I mean, it's true. Yes and no. Because like San Diego, obviously in the spring, like the spring, fall and winter, it's hotter than here. But I feel like in the summer, uh, a place like San Diego is probably cooler than here often. Yeah. Because yeah, the Utah's, Utah yeah. is a desert. So it gets pretty hot here. And I think of like the more desert. I think of like Palm Springs or places that yes, rather that, than that is Beverly definitely Hills. desert in some of the other neighboring counties, but not right here. But <laughs> Beverly Hills is not desert by any means. And it actually, yeah. have you been? Have you seen it? I have. It's been a while, but yeah, it's not that impressive. Sorry to anybody I'm who Beverly gets Hills. excited about it. <laughs> Personally, I I hate going over there i can't i'm uh-huh. actually my work is partially in beverly hills part like we're kind of on the border of west hollywood and beverly hills we're kind of in between them or right there so um <laughs> that might it's not my cup of tea uh-huh. but i live when close I, enough that you know when i was 10 uh we i went on a trip to southern california with my grandma she did these 10 year old trips like that she would do with the grandkids and we mm-hmm. uh, and i was there with my cousin who was in a choir and so we were hearing her perform all over uh you know knott's Berry farm and disneyland and all this stuff anyway and uh we went to the beverly hills hilton oh yeah and we i they i met ava gabor what? There, the Beverly Hilton, oh. and it was when I was little, and I I knew her because she was I was the the voice of in the the rescuers. <laughs> I was like, it's oh. cool though. Yeah, yeah. That, like, oh, it's that hotel, it's Bianca from here. <laughs> so I've never been inside that hotel, but if you look at it, I don't know if they've remodeled. They might have remodeled it, but it looked like a blast from the past, like from the '60s, like the outside mm. of it. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know what I think of now? That's where Whitney Houston died. I hate to say that, but that's what I think of as yeah. the Beverly Hills, because that's where she died. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, and where I got to now, you can just think now instead. remember where, good that's stuff. Where Rachel, <laughs> Rachel. That's where Rachel got to meet Bianca from the rescuers. It was weird though that she was like in her full Beverly Hillbilly garb. That was odd, you know, in the- <laughs> you know, and then she's like correcting her to the actress name. I'm like, well, girl, if this is how you walk around and talk, then you are the character. So, right. it was odd. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, we do get a return to the chatterbox. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we find out that Sylvia is going to the hospital three times a week. So Fran thinks that she's that sick. How long last? The chatterbox? I don't think yeah. it even got picked up. Oh, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't a new tie-in, obviously, because no. the characters weren't there anymore. Like the, the character yeah. storylines they were trying to push. Well, and Cece says she's having sex and I'm not. And Sylvia's married. So, of course, she's like, <laughs> I mean, this this shouldn't be new information for Cece. <laughs> Cece apparently just doesn't understand marriage at all. Like, in, in so. uh, any sense of the word, no. Cece doesn't, doesn't get it. Yeah. Clearly. And for, from what we've learned over the years, that they have... A, pretty crazy uh relationship between morty and sylvia so i i think uh yeah so Cece should have caught on to that by now she's even stayed over at their house member i mean but she's still trying to pick up a married man so you know right. i don't know about cc right that's true uh so this episode you have a she has a red vest with a white shirt and black pants and then a light pink red white green striped dress with a matching jacket uh and of course they have these are all supposed to be like maternity looks i guess uh, right now and then she has a yellow skirt suit with red flowers and with orange shoes and i like that look a lot i thought that was very 
cool. I actually mm-hmm. like yeah. the striped one. I actually like, I normally don't like the matchy matchy, but she had a matching purse and I actually thought that was cute. Yeah, oh yeah, matching purse. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I prefer the bright colors as opposed to the pastels on Fran. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was cute. It looked like the kind of thing you'd wear for like a business, you know, kind of meeting uh-huh. and things like that. Um, but I liked the uh, the yellow outfit myself. But um, again, that she wears that red puffy coat. She's worn a bunch. Uh, so, yeah, this episode, I don't know, is not my favorite. I would give it a mm, 6.5. Uh, what about you, Larry? Yeah, I th- the problem was I just didn't laugh enough. Yeah. Um, I don't have, a, you know, it's always a sign. I don't have a lot of notes written down. Me either. Because I didn't think it was funny enough. And even the California stuff I didn't think was that funny. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to go with like a six. Yeah. What do you think, Colleen? Yeah, I, I'm i going to go with a six as well. I didn't love the California stuff. And it, I, I was rolling my eyes probably more than laughing <laughs> through some of it. Yeah. And, the, and the Sylvia part just makes me kind of cringe because it just yeah. it seems weird to me. It's just weird so i agree i that's how i felt too yeah the uh, one time i laughed was them running back and forth from room to or or that joke that fran says to something about she lost all that weight and now she's uh road run or the flash and now she's the flash right they keep like running <laughs> like that was like the one sequence in the in the episode that i i thought was entertaining but i agree that the the story it surrounded was just weird yes yeah yeah all right. Well, very good. Let us know if you're listening, what you think and what your ratings would be. And you can uh, follow us on Twitter at FrankS14. And we would love to hear your thoughts there. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews, your nice ratings and reviews about my accent, please. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> that would be great. Oh, uh, but Larry, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. And uh, Colleen? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And you can find our Francast Instagram at Francast1993. Great. And make sure you're also following the Hallmarkies podcast. We've got some fun stuff going on over there. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. We also have our patron group, which is really fun. And we have our merch store, which has Frankcast and the Nanny Spread merch. So take a look at that. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to, talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.